Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, Christelle. We missed you. Thank you. I've been on another planet. She's been on another <laughs> planet, another cities, traveling. But welcome back. Thanks. It's really good to have you here. We had interrupted just for a couple of episodes um, the Workplace Stress Relief podcast, but we're back. You mean the one they're listening to right now? The one you're listening to. <laughs> That's our podcast voice. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. So today, actually, we wanted to um, talk about a, uh, something very powerful, but in a very simplified way. Well, what we thought we'd do is we'd go through the access bars points and create an episode around each point because access bars is 32 points on your head and each one of those points connects to or clears or dissipates energy in a particular part of your life. And there's quite a bit going on with each one of these points. So so we recently, as, as the previous episode, we said we recently had a seminar and we invited over 50 um, companies from the city of Cali, Colombia to receive a taster of access bars. And it was beautiful. It was amazing. Everyone, I saw everyone on the tables receiving bars. But it caught my attention, some of the questions of the participant quietly asking to our, to our practitioners, what is access? How does that actually change you? Like, what, what's all that? Uh, what, is, what is all that behind all this process? And, and those are cognitive and logical questions of our normal world. But I think they're kind of fair, too, because this is pretty different. Exactly. So based on that kind of interpretation, we, we said, why not just talk a little bit about bars? So we're going to, so generally, we're going to talk about bars. And then I'm going to go directly into one of the first points that are touched when somebody touches your head, which is the power band. So to give you a little bit more information, Access Bars is a tool that facilitates a different way of functioning on the planet. For a very long time, human beings have functioned from the density of their thoughts and their feelings and their emotions. And this is what most people have identified with and what people have actually made valuable. And, you know, if you look at your daily life uh, or you know, what's pretty normal in a day, thinking and feeling and emotions is kind of just where we live. So the more you get your bars run, the more you begin to perceive how much effort it actually takes to function from thoughts and feelings and emotions. You also start to perceive the possibility of functioning from perceiving, knowing, being, and receiving. So the coolest thing for me about bars, and I, I've heard you talk about it, is that it doesn't take any effort to make this change. You just allow someone to touch your head and you everything starts getting easier because you're functioning from more perceiving and more receiving and more knowing. Thinking, feeling, and emotions take a lot of work. So that's kind of today's basic explanation of bars. And one of the first points that are touched when somebody touches your head is called the power band. Oh, power man. So good. You know, so before you dive into that, what I do remember is my first bar session. Yeah. Um, and then you offered to me bars, and I'm like, sure, why not? I mean, like, what do I have to do? That was my first immediate reaction. Cognitively, I was, I was like, what do I have to do to make this happen, to make this work? Yeah. And when you mentioned to me, like, nothing, I'm like, wait, wait a minute, where's the catch? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my first reaction. So I'm, I love what you said. It's like, it's so simple. It's so ridiculous. All it requires for it to work is for you to be willing to receive. And that's about it. That's about it. So with, as the person giving the bars, the first one of the first points I touch is called the power band. And it's at the base of your skull. It's called the occiput in English. And um, basically, the power band is where you've stored all your considerations about what power is. Now, in Access, we talk about the potency of things because you as the being, through energy and space and consciousness, are the catalyst for change rather than having the power to change. Boy, even right there is a big conversation. So as a catalyst for change, anything that's willing to change can. And anything that isn't, willing, won't change. And you don't have to try to control it to make it happen. I think I just got that in a different way. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so the power band is where you've stored all your considerations about where po what power is. So where should we start with this? Well, I mean, like at first I caught a big difference in between power and potency and change. It was a it's like enhanced explanation, not even explanation. It's like a dive in with this. So if we were going to explain this to a five years old, like in some words, right now we're just reading the manual. And if we were going to explain someone at this moment that has never heard these words, what is access? What are you talking about? What are you talking about when you talk about potency, uh, change? How do I get change, energy, space, consciousness? Is there any other way to present what power band does to us? Well, what when you run a bar, it gives you access to you. Because if the thing about power, for example, is we are pretty much taught that to have power in any... We're either powerful or we're powerless. Okay, so it's kind of like we live either... And the negative or, or like the positive, like only two options. There's only two options ever. Okay. So anytime you only have two options in your life, in your workplace, whatever, you're living in a finite, limited menu of choice. Like that's, it's limited. And that's not actually true for us. We have infinite choice. Oh, that's another big thing. There's like finite versus infinite. Mm -hmm. So got you. Okay. So with power, it's either, it's either or, right? It's either you have power over somebody, which a lot of us experienced as kids. Our parents did power over us. And so we learned to feel powerless or to try to get power over other people. Oh, wow. So look at that, this dynamic you just kind of uncovered for me. In order for our parents to be able to do their job, which was educating us, they needed to be more powerful than us. From their point of view. From their point of view, which automatically will put us in a position that if someone is in the power, the other one has to be powerless. And that's the thing about the way things work here is it's not very functional. In order for someone to have power over, someone has to lose, which is almost always the kid. And so as kids, we learn this way of doing things and we take it into our adulthood. And this is why things don't work very well. Because a lot of us grew up with a lot of kindness and a lot of caring and a lot of love. And, you know, we're trying to function as that while trying to figure out this power thing. We don't want to get walked on and beaten up. So in order to not do that, we do power over. But then that doesn't really work very well either. And powerless doesn't really work very well either. So what, what this does, what this bar does is starts to give you access to the power that you naturally are. 
which is what we mean when we say the energy you are, the space you are, the consciousness you are. You naturally are power just by being you. It gives you more access to that, which gives you more access to choices you really have rather than just the two choices you learned as a kid. So I kind of looking at when a person really chooses to be themselves, like based on what they've learned up until now, it's like they only had learned two options to be the powerful or to be the powerless. Mm -hmm. And you, I, right now I can vision people walking on the streets waiting for what's the next energy, for the next contact in human interaction that I have with someone, am I going to be the powerful or am I going to be the powerless or exactly. shooter? Exactly, exactly. And that's what makes life really hard. If you look at workplace situations, I mean, this shows up in workplaces all the time. You know, your boss, are, are they doing power over you? Are they doing power less? Are you doing power less in the face of their power over? You know, and then what else is possible? Because that's just one model that we've learned really well. Is that the only choice we have? If we were willing to be the power that we are, to me that's about like being able to receive all the information about everything and then choose. Rather than taking things personally or feeling like you're being attacked or any of those other thoughts and feelings and emotions we might go into because of the power over power under model. You know, it's, it's taking it all in and take, you know, receiving and then choosing, which is just a really creative possibility that we haven't really gotten a lot of access to here. Well, funny with that picture, I, I can see many scenarios in, in the past of in the workplace where there's always the person that demands something to be completed and there's the application of power, full power over it. But today, what I can attest to that is that when you allow a person to be themselves mm -hmm. and they can show you way more information that you can, you can just take it differently. You can, now you know, now you know what you, who you're working with and perhaps you could use that information in a more generative way that just, can you do this kind of by right now by 3 p.m. and always using the power as the only alternative, so well, beauty. Yeah, and so if we if we kind of circle back to the manual here, one of the things it says is, you know, so so this power band is where you've stored all your considerations about what power is. We have all these points of view about what power is. And like, I know in North America, I hear a lot of people say, well, I just want to get my power back because a lot of us feel like we've lost our power. Like we don't know where it, where it went. I used to have a manager, um, a branch manager, that used to get us every week on a meeting and will say, don't let anyone to take your power away from you. You need to get it back. It's like you need to be in control. Well, especially if I was in financial industry, you need to be the dominant energy of that meeting. Otherwise, you're not going to sell anything. Yeah, and there is, I think, a bigger conversation about being willing to be the dominant energy. I think that's a different conversation that involves being the power that you are, right? And that's, that's what works in that moment. Um, but the power over is a different thing. And power over is where you think you have to force change. And, you know, this is how most of us were taught to parent by our parents. Like we have to force change. And there's all kinds of methods of forcing change. I mean, you and I have talked about how our parents did that. Um, but, but true power is being and then receiving and then choosing. 
And so that's you being willing to be the dominant energy, which is different than power over. That's not power over is believing you have no power and trying to force a change that you secretly believe you can't have. So these, so these limited menus of things, you know, power over, power less, have these hidden points of view in them. Those are considerations, right? If you walk around your, most of your life feeling powerless, you have a lot of different points of view creating that for you. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. Nobody listens to me, you know, et cetera, running your life. If you tend to function in power over others, then you have a lot of points of view creating that too. Because if you have to do power over others, you don't actually believe you have any power. And that's a consideration. So it's a, it's a big, th it's, it, these hidden considerations create the way that we function in the world. And, and this point is about restoring that sense of power that we actually already are. When you say this point, you're touching your, it's like in the place, not in the neck, but a little upper, but not in the head. Yeah, it's the base of your skull. The base of your skull, that Which point, the power ox band. Occiput, yeah. Occiput. Yeah. Okay, so... So in other words, in like short version, when you did my bars, when you ran my bars first time, I had been accumulating all those considerations for 47 years. Lifetimes, actually. So then I may have been a little overcharged <laughs> over there. <laughs> well, and you know, you and I are in a relationship too, right? So I know you pretty well. And when I see how we navigate our different dynamics, even in the relationship, it's a constant navigation of power over or powerless, right? Oh, that's a thing right there. Right? Relationship is a constant <laughs> use of that. <laughs> powerless, powerful. And so we have to, so what you and I are discovering, what I see, is that we're discovering being the power that we are, both of us individually, and learning to work together in that way. That is a fantastic sensation, by the way, Fox. Um, being able to express yourself as the powerful being you are. Yeah. And learning how to have your life around this, and how also, to create. Yeah, and also how to allow the other person to be the power that they are. Because th when we buy that there, there can only be one winner, which is really the power over means there can only be one winner, <laughs> right? And I bought that in my family. That's just what we learned, right? A lot of us just learned that as, as the only way to function, then... Then there's a loser also, right? So in relationship, that's where relationships go really bad because somebody's always losing, somebody's always winning. Um, well, from, from my perspective, I can tell you that one of the strategies we uh, guys, I'm not talking about guys, <laughs> we use to have a normal life is to most of the time just give the reason, get, let, let her win kind yeah, of thing. That's yeah. like, this is too much. She's too powerful or like whatever. You kind of like take it easy. Just just let her win. Let her have a thing. But I wonder if that creates something. I mean, like, why not everyone wins? Yeah. And so that's what this is. This band, this bar, <laughs> this band is, is to clear out the points of view that would keep you functioning in a way that doesn't work. You know, and that thing you're talking about, we're letting her win. Well, if that really truly works for you and that's, you know, you're like total allowance for her. Okay, cool. That's different than like accepting that you're always going to lose as the man. That's a different, that's a different thing. Well, I mean, I do still remember <laughs> when I stepped into North America and I saw the big difference mm. where the husband's life is all, it was, I, to me, it was more like, 
yes, honey, to everything. Mm -hmm. So life is kind of easier. But you actually didn't get to be yourself. You kind of, yeah, yeah, dominate. Like, it felt like dominated all the time, like submissive. Yeah, so that's the power over powerless thing that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, what? Okay, this here. Um, In Access, we talk about the potency of things because you as the being are the catalyst for change rather than having the power to change. So it's like that being a catalyst for change is really about being you and allowing the other person to flail or flounder or have themselves or not have themselves, you know, allowing that other person's process in the space that you're choosing, right? So you're going to choose to be you and that other person's going to have stuff about it and you can just allow it. And if they want to change or become themselves or be greater, they can, but you don't have to force that change. If there's no change available, that other person won't change. So uh, to me, this is the restoration of true functionality in our relationships and our work environments with ourselves. And um, I'm, I'm excited about it. <laughs> so when I, when I look at work environment and workplaces, and especially now we're diving into brand new cultures, I realized that, and I heard this from many people, your primary relationship when you have an active job, it's not really your family. They become secondary. Your primary relationship is at work with your coworkers. Therefore, you spend with them at least eight hours a day. And then you understand about like the day that you spend eight hours. And then there's with your family. You're lucky you spend four. And the rest of that, you just sleep. You're just unconscious. So <laughs> so workplace becomes your primary relationship. I wonder uh, how many of the people that actually receive bars experience something different with this touch of the power band. Yeah. And again, the cool thing is about bars is that you don't have to put any effort into it, right? You just have to be willing to let someone touch your head. And then all these considerations that are just running your life, they literally melt out of your world. So many times, sometimes people have an immense first experience with bars. And most of the time people have a very gradually immense experience, meaning that so much is just melting out of your world that you don't even recognize it until later when you look back and you're like, Holy shit, that used to be a problem, but it just literally doesn't occur anymore. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I was looking at the uh, pictures uh-huh. taken at that day, and I was I never seen so many happy faces like yeah. when I was looking at people receiving bars. I could see it on their faces. I saw a, fa- I saw a photo of um, Farley, actually, jumping you could see her movements on the photo of the laugh (laughs) laughing on that table of happiness that's that's amazing well all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory is literally how life can be it's not a fantasy and uh what we want to do is restore that our natural ability for ease and our natural ability for joy and glory is this exuberant expression of life and abundance in all things so it's like, that's what's natural to us. And anything that's not that is where we've twisted ourselves out of existence in an effort to try to make things work. And true power is being you. And that's the gift. 
Oh my god. I I know there there's way more points to cover. I can't wait. I, I wonder <laughs> if like if I ask you about money and you're Don't ask like, me now. We'll do oh, another episode. Yeah, yeah. So here I'll leave you guys with this on power. Okay. What would it be like to be the power that you are? And what would it be like to start to ask the universe to show you what it would be like to be the power that you are? And if you tend more towards, you know, having power over others, is that how you want to be or is that what you've learned? And if you tend more towards feeling powerless, is that what you naturally are or is that what you've learned? And what would it take for something different? Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, go for now, but we'll be back next week and we'll talk more about these points of access bars. See you next week. <laughs>